Welcome to another podcast with Zed Dressel with Retire Ready Solutions, and I'm excited to have Terry Mulhern. Welcome, Terry. Nice to have you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit about your business. You're out of Ohio. What do you do? How long have you been in the practice and kind of what sets you apart from other advisors? Sure. I've been in the retirement planning business for over 12 years, but I have a kind of a, a long career. I started my career in finance. I graduated from John Carroll University with a finance degree, went straight into banking, was in banking for 15 years, received my MBA with a concentration in finance from Case Western Reserve, then eventually moved into marketing and became chief marketing officer for several companies and also becoming chief operating officer for a tech company. But during those years, I also worked part-time in my brother's practice at Lincoln Financial as kind of a back office data person who did all the analysis for him, where he was kind of the face of the business. And I did all the back-end work of the analysis side. And he sold his business just a little over a year ago. And I decided I wanted to go into that full-time. So I made the break from the corporate world, joined Transamerica as an associate director here in Columbus, which gave me the opportunity to build my own practice, my own business here. Since joining just a little over a year ago, I have about 14 advisors working on my team, and now I've committed kind of full-time to retirement planning. And so though I started kind of you know, the back office data person, I really have come to enjoy the cross-the-table one-on-one conversations with customers, which I didn't do in my brother's practice. So it's been a good change. I think I've really enjoyed the change, as well as leading a team of you know, 14 other advisors. And we focus on a couple of different markets. One of the key markets is the educational market. So K through 12, as well as the university market, doing complete retirement planning. So I really like where I am. I really like the opportunity that's here. And I like the actual the team within this Columbus office is, is really strong. That's fascinating. With the history in marketing and you prefer the analytical side, that's interesting. It started out that way. I was accepted into Pittsburgh Institute of Art. I was going to be an artist. I graduated from high school. Instead, I went to John Carroll University in Cleveland, Ohio and got a finance degree and got my master's from Case Western Reserve. I went directly in, into to business and you know, kind of moved away from the whole art scene. I went heavily into finance, uh, into banking. And then made the move into marketing to get that kind of creative itch that I had filled. So being in that CMO, chief marketing officer role, you get a lot of good creative work, but you also, it's a, it's a very much a numbers-based business as well. So that kind of gave me both sides of the coin, which was kind of nice. When you're working with your clients, how do you define success? We were just talking about this last week. I was talking to the entire Transamerica team throughout the country of you know, first and foremost, one step at a time. If you just follow one step at a time, you will be successful with, with your clients. And that, you know, that first step is getting to know them, building trust, understanding them, doing a good job of finding out where they are, and then getting them to share the information that you need to do a complete analysis of where they are. So getting them comfortable enough to share their pay stub, their investments, their portfolio, so that you can do a complete analysis. Once you, you have that, 
then you can really do a good analysis on their portfolio, where they are, what does retirement look like for them? Are they on track? Are they off track? What are there ways that we can optimize your portfolio to get them to achieve their objectives, either from a retirement date perspective or retirement age or an income during retirement? But it all comes down to you know building that trust, getting them to share the data with you so that you can actually give them good, solid recommendations, and then having them follow through on those recommendations, and then really leaving them much better off from a retirement standpoint than when you met them to begin with, that their portfolio is in a better spot than when you met them. I think that's success. Talk several times there about gaining their trust, building their trust. Are there any specific steps you take to move them in that direction? For me, I always start off my meetings with you know just who I am. How does today's virtual environment where you're not sitting across from somebody face to face, getting a really good conversation going? It begins with dressing professional as, as if you were there face to face. And then give them a good background of who I am. This is who I am. This is my background. This is my experience. I'm a retirement income certified professional. Been doing this for over 15 years. Uh, this is all that I do. And my goal as a fiduciary is to sit on your side of the table and just, just help you make good decisions regarding your retirement plan. So I think building that trust happens very, very quickly. In that first 15, 20 seconds, they're going to make some judgment about you, your credibility, who you are, are you a professional, and are you an expert? And I think you want to get that across in that first 15, 20 seconds of the call that you're an expert and you can be trusted. I think it happens very quickly. You talk about working virtually. What are some keys to the success you have for working virtually? There's multiple steps. One is, is a little bit more prep on the front end, making sure the person that you'll be having a virtual call with, you've either reached out to beforehand, they know that's a virtual call, they know it's going to be either a Zoom or a Google Meet call, they can get on, you confirm the time with them. So it's a little bit more work than a face-to-face and a prep side. And then two, doing everything you can to be as professional on that call as possible from the quality of your microphone to how well you're dressed. Be very conscious of your background, the background noise that you have. I hear many people trying to do it from home. You hear dog bark a lot more. Uh, All that has to be taken away. So it has to be just as professional as if they were in the office with you. So I think. For me, it's trying to create that same atmosphere as that you would have as if you were face-to-face, wearing a shirt and with a tie and not you know, being clean-shaved as you normally would for a meeting. Now, all those rules still apply. Asking them probing questions, asking them questions about them, who they are, what's important to them. I think all that still applies. You're trying to minimize the distraction of the virtual call. You're trying to break down that barrier by trying to make us feel as much as a one-on-one personal call as, as if you were across the table from them. How do you engage them towards retirement readiness? You set the mode, 
you set their expectations? How do you move them towards retirement readiness? So after my introduction, generally they've, they've scheduled a meeting with me or a service that I use where they've scheduled the meeting. So I make a very easy transition over to them saying, obviously, you've booked this meeting. Obviously, you have some stuff on your mind. You know, what questions do you have? What's keeping you up at night? How can I help you? And I think I just leave it open-ended and just let them go from there. And from there, you'll get a good mix of, well, nothing's keeping me up at night, but I have these questions or I'm really, really worried about something. And this, you know, you'll get somebody who's really worried about something and they'll start opening up to you regarding what's really on their mind. And then spending some good time of listening to what they had to say and ask probing questions of why is that keeping you up at night? What do you know about that? Um, can you give me more detail regarding that particular issue? So it's just turn the microphone over to them, letting them know that you're there just to help them. And how can I help you is, I think, the, the phrase that seems to get people to say, well, here's what I need help with. Okay, great. Let me take some good notes. That, okay. That seems to open them up pretty well. I know you use our product, the Retirement Analysis Kit. How does that fit into your practice? It's evolved in every single client meeting I have. I sell the tool as part of what I can provide to them. Obviously, I'm working with people with public pension plans, which are built into your product. So many times I'll be discussing with them, here's what I do for most clients. I have a proprietary retirement planning software. It has all your pension plans built into it. But what's great about it is that we can bring together all of your retirement portfolios. So if you have a 403B or an IRA or even a spouse, we can look at a household level and really get a full picture of what your retirement looks like. And what's really awesome about the, the tool is that once we have your data in there, it's very easy for us to make changes as to what if I want to retire age 62 instead of 64? What if I want a little bit more money versus a little bit less money? What if I get this return on investment instead of this return on investment? You know, once we have your data in there, it's a fantastic tool that we can do a lot of what-if analysis as to what if I want to retire early, how much more do I need to save? We can build out custom plans for you. And I definitely have customers where we may even do two versions, you know, a 65 version, a 62 version, and what do the two different versions look like? And once I have the data, I have it in and I present it back to them on the call, I print the PDF and I just walk them through it with a highlighter tool. You know, this is what I have. And we review the data first just to make sure I get it all correct. This is your date of birth. Uh, this is your income. This is the plan that you're in. I'll highlight it one at a time, walk them through it. Just, just make sure we get all this data correctly. And then we walk through kind of what the results are. Now, this is what it kind of looks like as of today. So the, you know, that's a part of every second or third meeting with every client. What's their response, them seeing their pension plan or an integrated benefit analysis in front of them? Everybody's happy to get it. Some people aren't happy with the news that they get. Sometimes I have to deliver, you know, they were expecting a lot more in retirement what they have. 
And that's where I come in and say, you know what, we do see some red here. So this we want to get to, we can work on a plan of eliminating that red. Other folks who are fully funded, it looks pretty good. They're kind of, wow, I really didn't realize that I was doing that well. They're kind of excited that they're on track. And then I have minor tweaks to their portfolio, maybe reduce some risk, maybe adding something for a long-term care plan is the only thing that I see missing in their portfolio. But I think everybody is excited. At least they get it on paper. They know exactly where they'll be if they stay on the course that they're on. That's the assumption that's built into version one that I review with them. Then many times we'll say, okay, here's five strategies I'd recommend when maybe saving a little bit more in this category, maybe doing a IRA or maybe adding a fixed index universal life for your long-term care plan. Now, here's you know, four strategies I think would really improve your portfolio, maybe a fixed index annuity instead of that bond portfolio. Are you interested in me doing a a true recommendation for you. And if so, I'll put that work together in our next meeting. I'll take you through kind of what that looks like with those recommendations. And many times they're like, yeah, let's see what that looks like with those recommendations. So in the next meeting, I'll have kind of a little write-up of here's my recommendations. Here's the strategy we discussed. Now here's my specific recommendations. And then here's your new gap analysis, which is what I use mostly. Uh, here's your before. We'll bring up the before chart. And then if you make these adjustments and you make these changes in your portfolio, we can prove some returns a little bit and you save this a little bit more and you add this solution in. This is what your retirement looks like now with these modifications. And here's the before and after. I think that's very powerful of saying you can see it in one simple graph of the before and after of, yeah, I see that red and that red is now gone if I just make these optimizations to my portfolio. I I use that before and after quite often of, here's where you were, here's our recommendations and the strategy, here's the specific recommendations and this is how it affects your portfolio. I, I think that's the number way I utilize your software today. And it's very powerful when they can see it before and after. Terry, the way I got to know you is you reached out to me and asked to write a blog for your nonprofit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the work there and your passion for what you're doing there? Yeah, so my my nonprofit is Educational Retirement Advisors, and it's ed-advisors.org. I've been working in the educational market for over the past year in both the K-12 and university level, and I've been overwhelmed by the lack of preparedness for retirement of the educational community. Many times I'll ask, from a scale from one to 10, where do you think you are from retirement readiness? It's amazing how many times I get a two or a three, or I even got a one half, right? For somebody who's 50 years old. So we did a survey and we found that over 65% of all educators rank themselves as six or below in retirement readiness. I mean, in academia, that's a failing grade where over 65% of our educators don't feel like they're prepared for retirement and give themselves an F. 
So the whole goal of the nonprofit is really three-tiered. The base tier is that we want to generate some great, great content to help them plan for retirement, make that available to them. Step two, we love to get in front of as many teachers with presentations on how to prepare for retirement and you know, the risks in retirement. And really educate people in, in meeting settings when that comes back around after COVID. And then third, ultimate goal is to get every teacher in front of a fiduciary advisor and have a documented retirement plan completed. If there's a BHAG, Big Hair Audacious goal of the nonprofit is to get every single teacher in the United States of America to have a documented, written retirement plan. So when they're asked on a scale from one to 10, how confident are you in your retirement readiness, they're going to say nine or 10. Now, that's the goal. We're just getting off the ground. We're starting in the state of Ohio, but we plan to be national as quick as we can. Excellent. Why don't you give us the website one more time? Sure. The website is ed-advisors, with an O, dot org. So ed-advisors, O-R-S, dot org. Well, Terry, I appreciate you taking the time today to take a few questions. I appreciate the success you're having in helping clients in Columbus with the retirement planning. Have a great day. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure.